Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Active Recall. This is Walter with Francis. And this is episode 11. <laughs> First and foremost, we both just want to say thank you to everyone that is listening to us, tuning in while you're at work or while you're driving. Uh, honestly, we really appreciate you guys taking the time and listening to what we say. If you haven't already, you can subscribe to us on iTunes or any other podcast directories. You can even find us on ActiveRecall.co or on Twitter at ActiveRecall. And lastly, if you have any questions you want to ask us, feel free to send us an email to ActiveRecallPodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Enough of that, Sus. How you been, dude? Been pretty good. <laughs> I think we should probably... I think I can get an email at ActiveRecall.co. We'll figure that out. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. um... Yeah, I've been working on some videos, kind of, and also this podcasting journal, just to recap kind of like the first eight episodes. Uh-huh. So what's going on with that journal? I think I can finish it within the next week, and then sick. Then I'll probably start focusing on making the videos. Oh, for sure. But yeah, they're just, you know, like... Sketch notes. So that's your priority right now is the, the journal first and then your videos? Yeah, I was going like kind of back and forth, but then I realized I, I should probably just focus on the journal and finish it and then uh, go do the videos. Got what you. about you? Man, dude, I've been so busy. Uh, you know, okay, we I actually have been doing a lot more of the wedding videos. Uh, I got a new... I got like some like new filters. So like for example, I put glitter on uh, some wedding videos. It's it looks kind of funny because it's like Snapchatish, <laughs> right? But um, uh, I've been practicing that stuff kind of thing. Um, I also noticed some weird stuff about the program. It's kind of laggy now. I don't know why. I think it's because I have so many um, events that are up. I think maybe. So I'm probably going to like clean up. So one of the things that I have to do is like, you know, spring clean my computer. Uh, you remember back in the day where we used to format uh, our PCs? Like, was it like once a month or something? Right. With Windows XP. <laughs> so, yeah, Windows XP. And I always felt like it, it was like the best thing to do for a computer. <laughs> But anyways, um, yeah, I think I'm going to be doing that to my Mac in a bit. Um, anyways, uh, what do we have going on today, Sus? We're getting back to books. We're going to go back to the, maybe maybe not every week, but this week we do have a book. I When I was writing the like that journal that I was talking about, the podcast right. journal, right. I looked at the different episodes and it it is kind of cool to reference an episode by the book and it kind of gives us some idea of what we talked about though. I guess all the books are kind of the same. They're just these productivity book business books, but you know, we talk about the grit episode. Um, that that's kind of the one that sticks out. Yeah. I, I might be wrong. Never mind. Like if, if I say like the, um, obstacle is the way, episode right. uh, yeah we, i do kind of remember what we talked about but yeah i do um so this week's book is designing your life by bill burnett and dave evans they are 
from the Stanford D School, and the book is about. I I can read this. Uh, Go for it. Uh, it's the synopsis, I think, from the book description. In this book, Bill and Dave show us how design thinking can help us create a life that is meaningful and fulfilling. Further down, let's see. Basically, you can apply these design principles to your life. And that's what the book's about. I've read it, but Wally hasn't. So no, uh, that's kind of what we're working with. And I'll probably ask Wally some questions. And we do have an outline, though. So Perfect. So, you know, to tell you the truth, um, like last week, I was asking Seth about what was, what was the plan for this, this podcast. And he sent me this podcast, too, which is like the Good Life Project. And it had that guy promoting his book, Designing Your Life, Dave Evans. Um, and I listened to it. And my God, these guys are so intellectual. Uh, I, I was so intrigued at the way they talked to each other. Um, and, like, you know, they had so many tips and like his kind of background was amazing dude he worked at electronic arts how crazy that's so cool man but anyways um i uh there's a website on your um on the list that's saying designing your your dot life right is that yeah, the, that's the url website. that you could get to get to the book yeah and it has um i think it has like pdfs and like worksheets that you can work through and things like i should have sent those to you anyway yeah, no, yeah he worked at uh, so, uh, Electronic Arts probably before it was really like, it was probably still yeah, like, like mostly EA Sports. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> where they're working on Genesis cartridges instead of every oh game God. ever. Yeah. That's so insane, dude. I was a kid for those games. Anyways. All right, dude. So let's break it down. What do you want to go down first? We kind of talked about this last week. Or it might have actually been, I think this was after we stopped recording, so that's not useful for the audience. But uh, <laughs> this this is a, a section from the book where they talk about, kind of, I, I went over like the synopsis, but from reading it, what they have is like, you think about different futures, and then you want to think of how you can prototype that future to try it out in a way. A lot of people... I guess it gets to that idea of a lot of people have this idea like you'll create a business, sell it for mil- like millions of dollars, and then go retire on a beach somewhere and just hang out at the beach every day. And it's like common story that they realize, oh, hanging out at the beach isn't all that fun. I actually like the creating the business part. So, um Kind of in that sense, you think of things that you would enjoy with your life and then make a prototype to try it out um, in a small way. So, yeah, so, like, it, it gives guidance on all these steps. Um, I'm, I'm going to continue about... <laughs> hold on. So there's a book uh, by Charles Duhigg called Smarter, Better, Faster. Yeah. And it talks about decision making at the end where it's maybe like a couple pages of like a 200 page book but you when you're trying to like decide on what to work on or what to pursue you can you have some idea of like the outcomes of it and you want to weigh those and then 
um, kind of assign percentages to how likely each situation is to help make your decision. So, for example, the example, yeah, the example, the example from the book is that um, if you want to write like a screenplay, I think this is his example is just you want to write a screenplay, so you know you could either do it on the side or do it full time and quit your job. And the outcomes of that are like, you do it on the side and it's successful. You do it on the side and it's not successful. You quit your job and do it full time. So basically the outcome is successful or not successful, right? Right. And chances are it's not going to be successful because uh, <laughs> it takes, it just takes so much luck to get like, a, even if you're very good, like yeah. the script is. So his point is, if you think it's going to be fun, then you should do it on the side. But you sh- probably shouldn't do it, like quit your job to do it. Exactly. I, exactly. I like that. Okay, so <laughs> the, bu- the book kind of expands on that and like goes through every step of that, like thinking of your different paths and then sure. working through that. So uh, one technique that I liked, from, or I don't know about technique, but um, approach is looking at the three paths. So... Some pe- there's an idea that, oh, uh, there's like one path through life that will give me ultimate happiness. And that doesn't make sense because there's infinite paths you can take. And right, say yeah. like 50% will be happy, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Probably more. It, <laughs> who knows? But Or maybe less. But um, these are three paths that you could take. So one, what if you continued on your current path? What if your current path was taken away completely and... What path would you take if you knew your friends wouldn't laugh at you? Not, not that like all your friends are unsupportive, but not, not not just your friends. It's just like nobody, but it's just like to get you thinking. So yeah. I'm gonna ask you. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. What would so it I look do have... like if you continue? Oh, go ahead. No, so yeah, that was gonna be my question. Is like you said that there's like all kinds of paths and all that stuff, and you, it's there's always just an infinite amount of paths. But I always the question that came up when when I was reading that I was like, okay, so what if I conter- uh, if I continued on my current path, but I don't really know my path just yet. I mean, I already that's I'm getting to like experimentation, all that stuff, which is like for example, my job, my business, um, what I'm doing like on the side, what I'm doing for fun, all that stuff. Um, this, this is the path. Is that is that the path you're talking about? Like something that I'm I'm working on right now. Yeah, I think it, it does talk about how you're applying this to life and things like that. But it is really like a business book and career book. It is kind of focused on career and how you could find happiness in your career. Got it. So it's also entrepreneur then. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Excellent. Yes, yeah, like okay. the, some examples from the book are like uh, someone wanting to be like a tour guide, like creating tours for people and... um like vastly different careers from their current ones. So. Right. Okay. Got it. Okay. So check this out. Um, on my current path, if I if I still continued on this, meaning if I'm still working the same job, and I'm still working my business on the side, and then doing the hobbies like you know podcasting with you and all that, I think if I keep doing this and doing this, there's going to be a time where it's just going to change, where something's going to shift. Like, for example, I believe my business is going to take over than my side. Uh, I'm sorry. They're going to flip-flop. So my 
business is going to take over as my full time and my side jobs. I mean, my my regular job is going to take us a side job. Like, for example, maybe switch to part time or something. Something's going to shift. I believe that working on my business is going to further develop. So I'm going to keep building and building and building, you know, get get clients, get um, actually employees, which which is going to happen. Um, I And podcasting, I believe we're going to get better and better and better. And this path is actually, it's fun to do, but there's going to be a time where I'm going to shift it. Uh, we want that kombucha sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, and this is like, you know, hopefully we sponsor get from like Zoom H1 or, or Ice or was it Blue? Anyways, um, yeah. these paths that we are, are I'm taking, I feel very comfortable um also at the same time it's challenging i i love this path uh but i do feel like if it gets stagnant or like this weird feeling of getting stuck of doing this routine over and over and over something's gonna give right so um that's where i'm kind of worried about um with that what do you what's uh if you're continuing on this path what do you think you what do you think is going to be happening with you? I think I'd be okay and just working on like writing on the side and right. podcasting. I think what's going to happen is I'll probably continue to bounce around with the different side projects where I did it thinking that I'm going to bounce around and then sort of like narrow in on one and focus on that. Yeah. But I mean, I guess like I really started writing every day last year and I thought, oh, I'm going to figure out like exactly what I want to write about. And that hasn't exactly happened. And then I started, we started this podcast and then now I'm like, oh yeah, I want to make videos. Yeah. So, <laughs> and really, I think that's okay. It's just, yeah. there, there is like a general thing there where i'm writing about things i'm learning so i yeah and i'm okay with that and i don't have like wild dreams of becoming like full-time podcaster or like full-time blogger but and i think that's good as like that's not my main motivation and if that were i would have stopped blog like writing and blogging like after the first month no one reads it which is (laughs) actually like we read so, it, somewhat thank you thank you yeah yeah but like after a year of doing it and you have like dozens of people like reading a post yeah. um but i still want to write so i'm that's why i'm like totally okay if it continued like this so right so experimentation as you keep going as yeah as everything i i totally agree with you um that's where I think the next path, the question of what if your current path was taken away completely, that's where I think our answer, like for example, um, I guess I'm going to answer this. Yeah. <laughs> so imagine, so the the question is what if your current path was taken away completely? Of course, we have to experiment. We have to say, okay, take a step back. What are you thinking you're doing now that's right? Or what if, let's say, I don't know, um, worst case scenario, I get laid off or or my business just crumbles what's the next what's the next i have all this equipment what am i going to do of course i'm going to take a step back oh okay maybe i'm going to 
I don't know, sell it on eBay or something. Or maybe uh, I'll probably just make another, like, a side thing. Maybe, like, I don't know, Instagram videos for the for a while. Or maybe just do YouTube video, like, video logs, like what you're doing. Um, stuff like that. I, I'd rather... <laughs> I'd rather do stuff where I still have a chance in, you know, like, uh, so that's the thing where experimentation works, where if you have enough variables or if you have enough stuff that you already learned from, I believe that, uh, most of the stuff that we're doing now has making, has, has given a lot more paths. If you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of a book I haven't read, but I have bought. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> been sitting there so it's called anti-fragile by i think it's like nasim taleb mm. but it talks about kind of what we talked about with grit and resilience and as i mentioned i didn't read it so i might be getting this completely wrong but you could make yourself like what you did like you have different interests and different ways um to like different paths for your career that if one gets taken, which is good, like if one gets taken away, you can kind of like shift your focus to the other one. Right. Or if part of one is taken away for whatever reason, there's other options there. There's different things you could make videos of. It's a like, that's where uh, being a generalist is good. And being able to think about like uh, what skills are transferable, things like that. Uh, so right. yeah, that's okay. uh well, I have the, one question. Ahead. Yeah, thank yeah. you, thank you. So, uh, one question though, uh, when it comes to losing that path or whatever, right? Um, that means it's kind of like you're quitting, right? So, the uh, what I'm going to ask you is, when is a good time to quit on on what you are trying to accomplish? Let's say you you you're trying to work on a blog or something, and you just you're like strategically quit. When is a good time to quit though? There's another book I haven't read, but a concept <laughs> by um, Seth Godin. So it's called The Dip. And it is one of these things where you'll work on something for some amount of time. And then it's going to seem like it's not going anywhere. And that's when you're in the dip. And it's it's a hard thing there because you can... it It could be right to quit at that time. And it could also be right before it's gonna you know hockey stick growth um so i should probably read the book to figure out how to make that choice okay okay no worries but, uh, i think that's yeah, a good no, question that's, for that's, like another podcast or something yeah that's a that's a good question and i i mean so, I, I am like kind of like struggling with that where me too like i said I like i've been working on um the blog and writing and I, I did kind of quit the daily, like the writing post just as like writing and try to see what's not working there. And right. that's where I was like, oh, I'm not like actually improving as a writer. I need to figure out a different way to approach this. And it, it was more like pivoting than like quitting completely. But then doing the podcast, that was like completely quitting. Please shut writing. down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In a, in a way, like it's it's entirely different and that's where like oh if i decided so that's where i think i made the right choice in the shifting uh, shifting the time to doing podcasts yeah was a good choice and i wouldn't have been able to do that if i was just like focusing on writing 
Right, 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 right. Okay, good. Thank you. All right. Um, what was that last question? What if nobody would laugh at you? Or, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so this is one of those. Um, I think the question is to like make you really think of what you enjoy doing and what you're like. NBA player dreams are like you know like I want to play basketball. Oh, so kind yeah. of, but like um, the theme of the book is also that like you want to have realistic paths, sort of. Or okay. th- th- this question makes you think it opens up the box a little bit. So, what would you do? And then you scope it down to uh, what's realistic. That's kind of approaching that. Okay. Um. So with this. The whole thing of like what if nobody laughed at you so imagine let's say i don't know middle school or high school during that time i was in band <laughs> and i used to play the trumpet or and you know i played the piano on the side and all that stuff and i always thought man i'm gonna be the sickest jazz player like trumpet player in this whole world i'm gonna be that guy and you know i it's kind of funny because i was just thinking thinking that I would be so good at music. And then after a while, like, oh, if I play good, if I'm good at in jazz, I'm probably going to be a great singer, songwriter, <laughs> you know, all kinds of, all kinds of stuff. I was like, oh, I'm going to be so famous kind of deal. Um, and that was kind of like a shocking, shocking realization that I don't like playing the trumpet all the time. Uh, I don't like doing that stuff all the time. And um, yeah, I don't think, I think that was a good idea that I sh- it was a uh, like a realization that I'm not good enough. <laughs> That's kind of hard to uh, hard to uh, explain. But what about you? Right. So going by the book, it would be like, oh, you do you don't like to do it like all the time. But how could you make it a part of your life part time? And it's just like, oh yeah, maybe one of the hobbies could be, you know. Like joining a band, like an adult cover band or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, even if it's like not a full career, it is. It does just like make you realize what you enjoy doing with your free time, and that is a good technique, though. That you, or like to figure out what you really like doing. There's a lot of hints in what you did as a kid. So. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when I was in elementary school, I did like to draw, and in middle school, I liked programming, or like making websites. Websites. Uh, and then in high school, I was blogging, so that's probably a hit at certain things. So ahead of your time, man. That was so good. That was insane. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So if no, if no one, sorry, if nobody would laugh. Um, yeah, that's the... That's the- I think having a podcast is like has been uh, one way to test this in a way <laughs> yeah. where you know I've talked to you about this. I, I'm still I'm always a little bit embarrassed about it. Where like I don't get it. I don't if, understand if it why. Gets, like, yeah. If it gets brought up, um, not to say I don't talk about it on my own with people because yeah. I, I will. But like if someone's like, "Oh, you have a I heard you have a, a podcast," I'm like, "Oh yeah." Uh, I'll send you a link. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, if I guess also with like, if nobody would laugh at me, there's always that idea of rapping, oh, <laughs> being a rapper gosh. in some way. So 
I've thought about you know how they have those um history's rap battles? Yeah. Could do like try to start a beef with them. Oh my <laughs> god. Start a freestyle contest. That'd be so sick. I can't be time. the best rapper in history, but I can be the best history rapper. <laughs> You know, the last time I heard you rap was in Austin, Texas. And All right. Um, <laughs> great talk. <laughs> next up is the five mindsets. So this is another one. Another section of the book. Sorry to interrupt, we, but we got to keep it moving. Yeah, yeah, sure. This is These are like the themes throughout the book for... Um, just, I, I think something here is that maybe you don't create these like five year plans that, uh, you'll pl- not, not everyone's going to go like follow the book to a T. So what, what the book has you do is like create these plans, give them names and then find a kind of a support group to give you feedback on it. And then, um, actually figure out ways to test it out. But if you're not going to do that, there are still uh, a lot of things that you can take away from the book and apply it to just like your day to day. So the five mindsets are one, curiosity, two, a bias to action, three, reframing problems, and four is knowing it's a process and awareness, five, radical collaboration. So that's just knowing when to ask for help. Let's Let's just go through maybe not all five, but like... We'll go through three of them. Or, yeah, let's yeah. break the first three. Sure, okay. Um, curiosity. This is just... Let's let's skip this one, because I forget like exactly oh. what... Uh, sure, w- what the, the yeah. first... The second... second okay, we'll do, the, <laughs> <laughs> we'll do the middle three, right? So, um, <laughs> bias to action. This is trying stuff. So, it's... Once you have a path in mind, a lot of people, a lot of people do have like these big dreams and things like that. And then they, you can get overwhelmed with that and you don't even want to start. So it it would be overwhelming to be like, oh, I want to be like full time. Yeah. Like full time videographer for whatever company. I don't know. Um, And Mm -hmm. if it was like, before you even had a camera, like that can be a little overwhelming right. to think about, right? So yeah, the bias to action okay, is just so. like try something, right? So um, with that, I, I do you have like a, some sort of like example from you that that you kind of saw a path and you're like, okay, actually, because I do have I have something going on, like for example. Uh, the whole videography thing, I, I kind of fell upon that to kind of thing. It was like more so um, that I was helping someone out and they're like, hey, you have a camera, right? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, sure, of course. And she's like, hey, just can you do me a favor and just record something? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you got it. And after that, you know, I just kind of, I kind of fell into making that video for him. And then after a while, I was just like, hey, this is actually pretty fun. Uh, I wonder if I could do this and this. So when it came to like, hey, maybe I, I could pan or hey, maybe I could do a moving shot. And it was like, you know, 
shaky. I started realizing I, I could probably get a, some equipment for that that would make it easier. And then after a while, as I keep building my equipment, like I'm trying new stuff, I'm like, hey, wait a second. If I had this gimbal or the stabilizer, maybe it'll be a lot easier to do this moving shot. I do that, bam. Hey, maybe if I learn some more techniques. Uh, so as I'm trying stuff or as I'm getting more equipment and experimenting, I think it's getting me more solidified on my path. That's, I think that's my kind of example. What about you? Yeah. So you're trying stuff. You're tr- yeah. E- even like w- once it's down to, it's not like trying a different career. It's just like, once you're in this videography stuff, you, yeah. you see a shot and then instead of reading and reading and reading and reading about how to do it, you have to stop at some point and then try it. So exactly. Uh, with me, I guess an example I always come back to is this podcast and instead of like planning and planning and like getting overwhelmed with all these, the equipment that you could have and things like that, I would just try to do voice notes and email them to friends. Yeah. And then, yeah, me and you just decided, okay, well, we've been thinking about doing this. Let's just try it at worst. What, you, you know, maybe lose like... Yeah, I guess, like, if we think of the, like, get creative and think of the very worst things, like, publicly shamed or something like that. But, um, all bad reviews, all <laughs> wood stars. Yeah, but, um, I mean, practically, it would just be like, oh, we lose $10 on hosting costs, and maybe you're, but at least we know if we like doing it or not. And it's paid off. Like, we, we do like doing it, it's fun, and now we have this other hobby. Hell yeah. All right. Okay, so the next one is reframe problems. Reframing problems. So this is pretty similar to that book we mentioned earlier, The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday, who does have a new book out called Perennial Seller. What? Uh, I'm totally so, like that. Yeah, maybe we could talk about that later um, or in a new another episode. But yeah, reframing problems does just make me think of stoicism and... What we talked like we talked about like Jocko Willink, his technique of anytime something happens that's bad, just your response to it mentally, or you could probably even you could just say it is is good. So blah blah blah, this, this sucks, something happened. Good. <laughs> what can I learn from it? In in any case, you could probably learn from it. And of course there's extreme cases where it's just like, um, okay, this sucks and all I have to do like I'm just going to need some time to recover from it. But in a lot of cases, there's there's something to learn from it. So, yeah. Okay, so when it comes to reframing, so yeah. it, it means like taking a step back and seeing what you got out of it. Is that So instead of doing like some sort of goal that you got and then something happens, you take a step back and you look at it at a different, like a different approach or a different way? Yeah. Is or How is that? Okay. Yeah, so you want to... So yeah, give me an Take, example then. Um, what's something bad that happened? Uh, not too bad though. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Okay. Um, when I okay, let's say wait, I got work. One. Okay, cool. Thank God. Uh, go, yeah, go. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> let's say uh, as something as simple as like we started late on this podcast. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's good about that? We have oh. to get a little more focused, I guess. Um, 
Oh, it's my fault. I, it's my fault because I, nah, I yeah, slept yeah. in late. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just I, I needed like five more minutes of like a snooze. <laughs> See, you're but, a little um, more well rested. Oh, that's true. And oh, I, I like that. <laughs> we didn't uh, we didn't have to cancel completely. And, no. And yeah, it just like you know makes oh, us like think that. about like appreciating um being grateful yeah just just like the format of this and that that it is a hobby like if this was our well-being like our livelihood mm. then you know maybe being trouble. late yeah and then we'd have like a boss <laughs> you know <laughs> he's like why didn't you guys do that uh, podcast that time <laughs> yeah he's tapping his watch <laughs> behind us uh okay oh i like that okay so it's always seeing the good out of uh what you were working on or something that you are doing yeah i like that i like that a lot that's good and i'm not sure if that's exactly what the book means by this reframing mindset but it it probably is something like i bet it's if you want to think of your future career then maybe you want to reframe that in i don't know ways that you can try it out now but anyway I, I think the way yeah. we, we talked about reframing is good. Okay. And lastly, we have awareness. No, it's a process. So okay. from the book, you create different plans that are specced out for like five years. And what you do is you see, I think like it's, it's something like people that are involved, different factors that would be involved and what you have you give like rankings to like what you have control over and how likely it is to um to get through to that path to the that end that you have in mind and the okay so yeah knowing it's a process is enjoying the journey um let me think of who was it i think it's the person that wrote essentialism it's Greg McEwen. Okay. So that's a good book. And one of the stories he had, or he, he told on, uh, I think it's Noah Kagan's podcast, but the, one of his stories from the book, Essentialism, is that he only applied to Stanford. And I think it was like, he didn't get in the first time, but then he got in the second time. And huh. they talk about achievement. And a lot of times it's like, you get to, you, you have this, part of the mountain that you want to get to and you get there and then it's a story you hear a lot is you you realize oh there's always going to be another part a higher part that you want to get to and right yeah there's there's one thing where it's that idea of like oh material things won't make you happy right money won't make you happy right right and and the like subtext of that is like oh actually achieving things will make you happy like setting like intangible goals will make is that, that's what's gonna give you fulfillment and things like that but then i like that yeah but also there's that can also lead to you getting to that goal being so focused on that and you're still not happy because then you just see a higher like even higher goals right and what the knowing it's a process thing is that it's achieving another journey that's better like getting yourself to a different level um uh back to like video games if all you wanted and we we did talk about this so like if all you wanted was to beat mario 3 (laughs) 
and you just do like <laughs> the flutes, yeah, yeah, the two flutes, <laughs> and then you get to the end and you beat it, but you skip every stage along the way. Exactly, not that great. Like, um, it's not that but fun. Yeah. yeah, and but if you appreciate like how fun it is during the game, then like during like playing the different stages, seeing the different worlds, beating one. It's, yeah, beating one world opens up the next one, and there's different challenges there. It's it's appreciating, yeah, the process Excellent. of it. I have a question, though. So this is the one thing that I'm actually having trouble is the fact that uh, I'm no, I know it's a process. I know I'm working my goal to be a videographer and all that. But there's always this nagging feeling that there's someone better than me, someone that's always doing it. So, what I'm trying to switch it back to you is like, oh, someone's a better, uh, I don't know. Let's say, just say someone's a better podcaster. Oh, yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of people that are killing it. And then, or someone's Millions. a better blogger. <laughs> yeah, so stuff like that. Um, so, what I'm trying to figure out, I know I'm, I'm aware of those people. And I know that there's people out there that are better than me, of course. I'll admit that. So, what I'm coming to you is, how can you... How can you come, how can you deal with that when there's other people better than you, there's other things going on, uh, you're, you're basically trying to live or trying to figure out your way through them. Is that, is that good for you or is that something that you shouldn't be doing? So a lot of people want to be millionaires, right? Oh, but then yeah. you find out mil- millionaires compare themselves to billionaires and then even the billionaires compare like they get they get there because they're competitive and it's just like there's always going to be someone to compare up to right okay and that can be unhealthy <laughs> because it's just yeah. like if you focus too much on like I won't, that's where you're like and it's not just money it's it can be like achievement too like oh this person did some some goal like reach this thing and I want I want to get there and like that can be motivating too so it's just using right. so- yeah um, I, that's the thing is I'm trying to say is like, it's like you, you see someone and you're like, wow, um, how do they become successful like that? Or how, and then, but the other question is, um, how do they become successful and happy? And that's where you're like, oh, why, why did that, why did that work or kind of stuff like that? That's so it was that podcast that you gave me that the good life project. And that was the, one of the questions that got me thinking is, when can I when can I stray away from those successful people and start seeing how excess, successful I can be? It's it's weird. It's it's like yeah. a very deep question. Um. Okay. So I talked about like you can compare up, and that can be. I, I've heard also heard the advice like, oh, don't don't compare up, just compare down, and then uh, weird, right? Yeah. Uh, it, 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 I mean that that's like one technique is to like appreciate what you have, but then I I don't sometimes I don't like the the compare down thing can be like fairly extreme where it's it, it's that oh if you don't finish your cereal think of all the kids in other countries that don't have food right so <laughs> yeah. you, you can't you can't always go to that no um it it's a good point but like uh, the advice that i've heard that's pretty good is to compare to yourself in the past and hmm. if you look at your first videos right you're much better Right. No, thanks, man. Appreciate it. So you yeah. can see, you can see that improvement, and from the people that you're comparing up to, 
like look at their path and then also realize that there's other factors there like you do have to be lucky. You do have to have like connections. There, there's things there that you don't see, where like you you don't know what their like private support group looks like. You don't know oh, what the not community ev- right. exactly. Not everything's public. And then also you don't know that like how happy they actually are, right? Um, you fi- there was I, I guess I won't name the name, but like this guy seems so happy on his podcast, and then one episode he said he talks about like his health problems and things like he, he had a breakdown and it's like, Oh man. What? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll, uh, so, and, and it was like a person I would say like, Oh yeah. I want to kind of approach things his way. Yeah. He doesn't, he seems super happy. He's not burning out. He's accomplishing all this stuff. And it's just like, um, yeah, there, there, there's a lot of other factors. So, I, I probably didn't thing. answer your question. But. No, 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 no. You, you kind of did. It's it's okay. So the thing I, I kind of noticed, like, is social media. Uh, everyone on Facebook, everything on Instagram, Twitter, uh, not so much Twitter, but Facebook and Instagram, for example, everyone's so happy. Everyone keeps posting happy things. I don't think I've ever seen some sad, some sad, depressing stuff, for example, but it always shows, like, someone's always happy. And you're right. There's... Like you didn't, you don't know behind the curtains kind of deal. You don't like behind the scenes. You don't really know what's been going on their community. That's so yeah. I definitely understand that. That okay. That was cool. That's good. Sweet. And then number five. I know we weren't going to go over it, but (laughs) the radical collaboration mindset. And this is just asking for help. So with that, I want to say thank you for being a radical collaborator. Thanks, dude. I appreciate it. You too, man. Yeah, it's been good. Like going through these different things, talking it out. Uh, I, I oh, think, yeah. yeah, this this has been uh, good so far. This is week, what, 11? Yeah, Episode dude. 11. We're almost done with our season. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that. I'm, I know I wouldn't be able to. We record like 30 to 40 minutes a week. I'm yeah. not sure that I would, I would make it to week 11 doing that alone. That's, oh, man, it you know what? You're right. That's so crazy, dude. I would have had to find someone other than you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would be so crushed, man. <laughs> oh, but the the thing about asking for help, I have a question about yep. that. So this is the um, thing is uh, I'm very prideful. <laughs> I So asking for help kind of sucks sometimes. It's, it's kind of showing weakness. Um, when can you... When can you get over that boundary? Like you're like, okay, hey, help me with this podcast. How can you, how can you help me? How can I help? How can I? How can we go over that? The the pridefulness of being weak, of asking for help. Um. So I guess I'd use too many like video game analogies. So I'm not going to use one. No, it's okay. I love. Yeah. Oh. No, I mean no. This time I'm going to do a movie analogy. So in Mortal okay. Co- in Mortal Kombat the movie, uh, <laughs> Raiden goes <laughs> he goes through everyone's um, weaknesses, and you know he he ta- he goes you know like an inch probably from Sonya Blade's face, and says, yeah. "You don't like you're too scared to ask for help." And then later on, she does ask for help, and she survives through the movie. So that's success there. As far as the podcast, it's just like, I think we need to figure out who to ask help from. And um, 
yeah, that's what we got to do is uh, figure out like what we're doing. I, what do we need help on with the podcast? It's like probably getting more listeners. Oh, marketing. Right, right. All that yeah. And, and I think it's not a thing of we need to make the podcast better. Not that it's like perfect, but it's like we're, we're not going to improve it like 200% in a week. But we can probably improve our, you know, uh, promotion efforts. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But I do will admit that we have been getting probably better and better week by week. So we have been showing some sort of uh, growth, which is good. I like it. I appreciate like all this stuff. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah. And dude, you yeah, know how great yeah. speaker you are now. My God, dude. I I listened to one of the podcast early episodes, and my God, you're such a good talker now. It's so good, Dad. I mean, thank you. Are you blushing? You were always <laughs> you were always a good speaker. <laughs> Thanks, dude. I've been trying uh, to bring the energy, also. Dude, you are you are. It's good. So <laughs> enough of that. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. I, I think that's. I think we actually have um, a good set mindset. We we collaborate. It's very. It's it's also radical. We are going over try experimenting things and dude i appreciate all this stuff um aware knowing the process um i like that i i, I know everything's a journey so th- again we're bringing it back to the podcast um i'm glad that we are getting help we're, we're trying new things we're trying uh knowing that this is a journey reframing taking a step back and realizing that hey at least we are just doing this we're doing some sort of action so by us trying stuff this is again all all great stuff, and I'll, it's, and lastly, of course, we didn't go through curiosity, but uh, I'm glad we are trying. Like, oh, what if we did this? Oh, I wonder if we could do that. It's curiosities, like you know that that saying, "Curiosity killed the cat." Uh it's not killing us. I think we're killing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, slammer! I think that's a good way to uh. close, right? <laughs> And open. I should cut that and then put it with the music in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. No, I, we didn't go over curiosity, but like, yeah, curiosity. We we have. We thought like, oh, what what would podcasting look like? What would doing a book a week look like? What would these different segments look like? And yeah, we've done a good job of that. And you kind of recapped it. And once again, the book is "Designing Your Life" by Bill Burnett and Dave Evans. Check it out. I, I think it's a it's a really good book, and um, especially like, uh, yeah, if you just want to try things on the side, and then maybe if you want to take a different approach in your career, it doesn't mean like changing your career entirely, but uh, thinking about how to reshape things. So, uh, Sess, where can we find you? ActiveRecall.co. Excellent, you guys. Again, thank you for. Uh, listening to us thank you for uh for subscribing if you haven't already uh if you guys want to find us it's active recall at co or on twitter active recall and, and you. if you have and you can find me at walter a media dude says it's been a great week man i hope to uh, i love talking to you man it's great uh great. i hope to i hope you have a great week i hope you have a good time uh you know take it easy um and i'll see you next time I'll see you too. Great talking. All right.
Good talk. All right. Uh, and, and cut. Cut. <laughs>